Hi there, and welcome to It's Coming with Kim and Christine. I'm Kim. And I'm Christine. And this is It's Coming, a weekly podcast on the signs of the second coming. This week's podcast is titled, When He Comes, Where Will He Go? And I think it marks a really good sign for us, Christine. <laughs> which, which is what? That we're starting to talk about Christ being here versus all the awful tumult that's going to happen before he comes. Like, I feel like we've made it. You know, we're, it's like our Friday of the week. Like, we've made it. <laughs> in the life of this podcast where we have seven days to go we have which oh look at that it's a seven it's almost like a numerology oh yeah thing. the last seven episodes we if can we make were it. writing the bible this would mean more yes <laughs> yes but uh, i think that uh since we're not writing the bible but talking about the bible it still should be meaningful and we've got seven episodes to go and we're going to be done talking about the awfulness and let's just talk about happiness and joy and christ being here Okay, I'm going to I'm going to see if I can't come up with seven topics that are all positive. Okay, you only need six more. This is episode 45. 44, 43, 42, 41, 42. Yeah, you have five. Five, I can't Is that true? How do we only have five to go? Is that true? No. Christmas six. is coming. You better do your six. shopping because all of the presents are in the in the um in the containers in Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah yeah <laughs> so i was uh, listening to the radio the other day and they said pretty soon it's going to get to the point that you go to check out at the store and they take the articles back from you and they say you can actually pick it up a thousand feet offshore on dock 45 <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're just going to start sending the consumers to go get the stuff <laughs> i'm I've, i have i'm like my kids need to to tell me what they even want. I have no idea. They said, go do your shopping. I'm like, shop for what? I don't know what to get. Yeah, I have no idea what my kids want. I already got Kyle. So my youngest, I, he's done. Boom. Are you going to say that what you easy. got him or does he listen to our podcast? Oh, no, he knows. He already got it. Like, how easy is that? Christmas is done. How boring. No presents. Oh, that's anticlimactic. It is anticlimactic. But he wanted a snowboarding pass. So... Oh, you know. well, you want to give that to him as soon as possible. Yeah, you might as well get it while you can use it. So not that he can really start using it, but it was on sale. That was the thing. Like, you, you know what? Here, earlier. we actually have um, a skiing in Tahoe opened this weekend. Wow. I think it opened in Colorado, somewhere in Colorado. I can't remember where, but a week or two ago, I had heard that we had one place that had opened already. Did you hear that we got dumped on with rain last week? No. So um, we have like record lows on Tahoe and record lows, on, you know, I think we even talked about that in a previous podcast. Um, and in one day, um, uh, gosh, was it, which reservoir was it? Or maybe it was Lake Tahoe. See, now I'm not doing a very good job because I didn't plan on sharing this. Anyway, um, <laughs> it went back up to normal levels in one day. We received a record oh. amount of rain in one day. Was that a miracle or a like tumultuous event? <laughs> um, you know what? It was pretty good because I I don't know anyone that actually suffered because of the rain. Yeah, I, well, that's good. Then. You no, know, yeah, it was all good. Uh, it just was like a nice little steady flow of rain. Sure, we had some branches come down, but it wasn't like some some storm with extremely high winds or anything it was just like steady rain for like 24 hours it was wow crazy. yeah wow. so it only made you like not play pickleball for one day <laughs> i literally played the day before and the day after <laughs> well then good. it was worth it as long as it only interrupted the pickleball 
you know, cadence by one day, then yeah. there wasn't too much harm done. No, no. Yeah, it's a good thing. So I thought, oh, well, look at this. Maybe the famine's not coming so soon after all. <laughs> the famine's not coming. Yeah. Okay, things Although are I will say the more, the more I've read about the famine, I really think, um, you know, there might be more than one famine, but um, it seems to me like that's like post-Armageddon that there's a famine because it talks about like, you know, different things I've read talk about how there's food in the, the new Jerusalem and, and, it, and it talked about how, um, and I think it was Zechariah, how the Lord was going to take the rain away from those that fought against Jerusalem. And I'm like, you know, maybe, and I think we talked about that last week. So that plus the fact that it rained so much last week, it's not going to happen to us. We're good. We don't <laughs> have to rain. If it <laughs> rained in California, we all must be okay. <laughs> no food storage necessary. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> we should have food storage because everything is in the uh, in the Bay of Long Beach. <laughs> right? It's so crazy. <laughs> so crazy. But I was totally laughing when they said that on the radio. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's so true. Oh, oh anyway. Crazy. Cra- it's. I think what's also interesting to me about all of that is just the domino effect of decisions. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, we don't we sometimes we might think about like the effect of a decision like the next effect but you don't always take that to the nth degree to understand everything that can happen it's crazy yeah it is it's All crazy right, world well, we're living in so let, do you want to know where jesus is going to go when he comes i do i do it, but because um maybe we should talk about this and then maybe not um, post this one until the very last episode so that if there's if I should be buying property somewhere, I get like a heads up and I can move fast before anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I goodness. told you not to do that. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. Where's he going to go? Where's okay. he going to live? Uh, What's yeah. happening? Let's. So um, we'll, let's read. We'll start with a few verses in third Nephi. Okay. So um, for those of you that are not members of our faith, Kim, why don't you explain what's happening in 3rd Nephi? Uh, well, the whole book of 3rd Nephi, a lot of things happen. I mean, a lot. They're getting okay, ready like for around, Christ around to come. chapter 20. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. I don't know. But Christ has come by that point in time. That, so that, that's all I needed you to say. Okay, thank you. So Christ has come to visit the American continent. And this is following his death, you know, like when he was living here on the earth and he died on the cross, following that death. And uh, so then he comes back, you know, remember like the tomb and all of that. He comes and then he spends some time with him there. And then he says, hey, I got other people to go see. Well, this is one of the other people he came to go see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So when, so Christ is talking and he says on um, 35, 20, 22, says, behold, in this people will I establish in this land unto the fulfilling of the covenant, which I made with your father, Jacob. And I... Uh, and it shall be a new Jerusalem, and the powers of heaven shall be in the midst of this people. Yea, even I will be in the midst of you. So um, there are a number of scriptures that talk about how Jesus is going to be in the midst of the people in, in the new Jerusalem. And it kind of seems like uh, he's going to live there. In, but I'm just saying, maybe he's just visiting every day. Maybe. And we're <laughs> back to Adam on Diamond and whether or not I should be buying land and living by the lake. Okay. Which I told you don't live by the lake. It's called Mount Zion, and right now there's not a mountain there, and a mountain could come there and block your house. (laughs) (laughs) 
So it's true. <laughs> if I try to live by the lake, the lake may be the mountain, though. Yes. Right. yes. And your house gets squashed. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I wouldn't even try that. Okay. Okay. So um, uh, in Third Nephi, so another scripture in, in Third Nephi 24, verse 1, it says, um, and it shall come to pass that he commanded them that they should write the words of the Father given to Malachi. Okay, sorry. Let me just go ahead here. Um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go go halfway through. It says, um, so here he's quoting Malachi. So it says, "Thus saith the Father unto Malachi: Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare." The way before me, and the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. So there are also, there's more than one scripture about that too, that says that he will suddenly come to his temple. Now, I read that and I think, okay, that, I mean, it, it's, it, he's, he's talking about the last days and the second coming in general in this chapter. Um, but I also think maybe that it's possible that that has already been fulfilled. Uh, maybe it's going to be fulfilled more than once too. But in um, Doctrine and Covenants section 110, verse 10, um, that's where Christ appears to Joseph and Oliver in the Kirtland Temple, followed by Moses, Eliza, Elijah, and Elijah. Anyway, um, so what do you think, Kim? Do you think the Lord suddenly coming to his temple has already been fulfilled or is yet to be fulfilled? I think it will always be fulfilled. I, I don't think that's a one-time thing that Christ comes to his house. Like if yeah. we talk sense. about in our religion that we look at the temple as being the house of the Lord, if that's his house, it's like, well, Chris, are you going to go to your house today or tomorrow? I'm going to go every day. You know, like that's how I see it. Yep. I, I do too. So I think that it has already happened, but it will happen again. So another place Christ is going to come when he comes. So he's going to come to the New Jerusalem and he's going to come to his temple, which that could be any temple <laughs> um, because we have more than one, of course. Um, okay, so another one in Doctrine and Covenants section 133, verse 56 it says, and the graves of the saints shall be opened and they shall come forth and stand on the right hand of the Lamb when he shall stand upon Mount Zion. So do you remember where Mount Zion is? Uh, in um, Adamon Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. The New Jerusalem. And upon the holy city. What's the holy city? Oh, now I'm quizzing you. I shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do it. The New Jerusalem or Jerusalem? Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Yeah. Jerusalem. Um, the New Jerusalem. Okay. So I'm going to read this whole verse a little more together. Uh, the graves of the saints are open and they shall come and stand forth with on the right hand of the lamb when he shall stand upon Mount Zion and upon the holy city, that's Jerusalem, and the new Jerusalem, and they shall sing the song of the lamb day and night forever and ever. So he's going to be on Mount Zion and which is Adam on Diamond. So we've got Adam on Diamond and we have the new Jerusalem and the old Jerusalem. And isn't it kind of interesting that he's going to, it's not just going to be him. I don't think it's, it's when he has these more um, uh, big appearances, like he's going to have like a host of heavenly angels with him, it seems like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So in that same section, I'm going to read verse 20. So in 133, um, it says, 
For behold, he shall stand upon the Mount of Olivet, and upon the mighty oceans, even on the great deep, and upon the islands of the sea, and upon the land of Zion. So, are you making a list, Kim? Are you writing this down? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know me. I'm always taking notes when we're doing these, always. So, what else would you add to that list? Whatever you tell me to write down. Okay, so the Mount of Olives, that's not something new. That's the old Jerusalem, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, But also, upon the mighty ocean. Okay. Even the great deep and upon the islands of the sea and upon the land of Zion. So we already talked about um, the land of Zion and old Jerusalem. But in addition to that, he's going to come to the islands of the sea. The islands of the sea. And it says the mighty ocean. I'm not sure what that would, you know. But anyway, but the islands of the sea. I always picture like Tonga. That's what I was just thinking. Is that like the Polynesian islands? I, I don't know why that's, but I think, but I think I mean, the there are a lot thing. of islands, but that's just what I picture. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I mean, that's kind of awesome because they're smaller and they would get a very, uh, they'd get a pretty incredible visit for being a smaller place. Okay. So, um, then I, I, that is, I wanted to read a little bit from a talk by um, President Benson. Okay. And this is uh, from his talk given in 1979. Were you even born in 1979? Yes, I was born in 1979. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's entitled Five Marks of the Divinity of Christ. A really, uh, if if anyone wants um, some follow-up homework, go read that whole talk. It's really, really good. Um, And so he says this. He says, his first appearance will be to the righteous saints who have gathered to the new Jerusalem. And uh, I'm sure we talked about that before. So here, his first appearance is to the righteous saints gathered in the new Jerusalem. In this place of refuge, they will be safe from the wrath of the Lord, which will be poured out without measure on all nations. Modern revelation provides this description and the glory of the Lord shall be there and the terror of the Lord also shall be there insomuch that the wicked will not come to it and it shall be called Zion and it shall come to pass that the wicked that among the wicked that every man that will not take his sword against his neighbor must flee to Zion for safety and there shall be gathered into it out of every nation of heaven under heaven and it shall be the only people that shall not be at war one with another. So his first appearance is New Jerusalem, and the second appearance of the Lord will be to the Jews, to these beleaguered sons of Judah, surrounded by hostile Gentile nations, who again threaten to overrun Jerusalem. The Savior, their Messiah, will appear and set his feet on the Mount of Olives. We talked about that as well. But um, I like how he says this. He says, what a touching drama this will be. Jesus prophet, Messiah, King, will be welcomed in his own country. Jerusalem will become an eternal city of peace. The sons of Judah will then realize this promise. The tribe of Judah, after their pain, shall be sanctified in holiness before the Lord to dwell in his presence day and night forever and ever. Um, And that is a scripture also from Doctrine and Covenant section 133. Uh, um, President Benson is quoting it, but um, that seems like he lives there. To dwell in his presence, for uh, that the Jews will dwell in his presence. So it seems like, oh, yeah, can build a house in Jerusalem. <laughs> um, uh, and the third appearance of Christ will be to the rest of the world. Here is his description of the coming. And the Lord shall be red in his apparel and his garments like the, him that treadeth the wine, 
that. And so great shall be the glory of his presence that the sun shall hide his face in shame and the moon shall withhold its light and the stars shall be hurled from their places. And so that's also from section 133 verses 48 and 49. All nations will see him in the clouds of heaven, clothed with power and great glory with all the holy angels. And the Lord shall utter his voice and all the ends of the earth shall hear it. And the nations of the earth shall mourn and they that have laughed shall see their folly and calamity shall cover the mocker and the scorner shall be consumed. And they that have watched for iniquity shall be hewn down and cast into the fire. Yes, Come, he will. He will come in a day of wickedness, a time when men and women will be eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage. He will come at a time of great upheaval and tribulation when the whole earth shall be in commotion. He will come at a time when the Jewish nation is faced with extermination. He will come as a thief in the night when the world least expects him to come. But of that day and hour, no one knoweth, no, not the angels of God in heaven, but my Father only." I know we've talked before on this podcast about the idea that, you know, it's important that we know what the signs are, right? So that we're looking for them. And then we won't really be surprised, per se, right, when he comes. But can you imagine, like, what will that feel like? How would we feel? You know what I mean? I just, I was sitting there as you were reading thinking, how am I going to feel? What will be that emotion that I'm feeling? And I just wonder if it'll be an emotion like you've never felt before. I don't know. It's interesting. It's hard to imagine for sure. It is. I, I, I uh, sometimes think, oh, I hope I'm alive and I get to be there. And then, and then you go back and you read um, that scripture in the Doctrine and Covenants that says that the graves of the righteous saints will be opened and they're going to basically be at all of the appearances. And I'm like, or maybe I hope that I'm just righteous and dead so I get to see everything. <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, but it is, it's hard to know. I mean, it's impossible to know how, what it's going to feel like. But I, I know that for those that are righteous, it's going to be incredibly wonderful. It's a good, it's a good, good thing, not something we should be fearing. Sure. No, I think it's definitely just the excitement, the peace, the joy that, I mean, just all of that wrapped up. It'll be neat. Yes. Really, really incredible. Um, uh, but you know, it, I, and it describes in those scriptures, it's like people are still going to be getting married and life is just going to be going on, you know? Um, but I think that for those of us that are keeping our eye on the signs, we're going to have a much better idea that it's coming. When I think about the scriptures that say, um, that compare the second coming of Christ to a woman in travail, I, I think about, okay, like when you're pregnant and you're going to have a baby, you don't know when that's going to happen, but you get a pretty good idea when it's the end of your third trimester, you know? Um, yeah. And I think that in general, we will know that it's the end of the third trimester, you know? Yeah. So um, anyway. It's exciting. Basically, I'll sum up, I'll sum up the, the, the where is he going to come with the main big three. You know, we've got um, the New Jerusalem and we've got the Mount of Olives and then we have him coming in glory. But adding to that, um, the islands of the sea and the mighty ocean. So um, it's it's not just going to be those three because we do know that he um, he's going to go visit the islands of the sea. I love that. I love that, especially if you're the people that are there. You know, yeah, if you're the people that are in those that? islands, like your access to the mainland, whatever that mainland ends up being, right? Whether that's um, 
you know, which side of the pond per se, but it's just so cool. I love it. Uh, I don't know if we even need a, an umbrella scripture because all of those are sort of umbrella scriptures. I know. It's exciting. So when he comes, he's going to come. Okay. So when he first comes. Yes. For the third time, the actual main one, where is that going to be? The New Jerusalem. Okay. Then he's going to go. I take that back. Adam on Diamond. It's just right by the New Jerusalem. They're both very close. I'm like, isn't it the same thing? Okay. All right. Uh, And then he'll go visit the other two places. I think that's awesome. Yes. And and we do not know how much time passes in between each visit. Can you imagine if it's like 20 minutes and you're like, wait, you're leaving already? I mean, like, (laughs) I don't know. But then you're like, if it's Jerusalem, like, I think everyone will see him. But they're not the New Jerusalem, right? But like, we're out of Monday. I mean, whatever. I'm just trying to imagine that. And like, okay, well, if you're in California and he comes there. But also know that we might not. So um, when he says that um, uh, he's going to come to the new Jerusalem, it, you know, President Benson said that it will be to the righteous saints in the new Jerusalem. But it, when it comes to like just his um, uh, his meeting, <laughs> you know, with the with the holders of the keys of the dispensations. If that's what they're referring to in and of itself, there's a then we we as a a community as a, and as a world will not know that that event even happened. Yeah, so, um, but I'm talking about the main coming. Oh yeah, the big one. The big one. Yeah. I, All right. um, I I always picture that back at the New Jerusalem. <laughs> I have no, I don't, I don't, we're not told where that one is going to be. Oh, we're not told where that one's going to be. Oh yeah, no, because the other one, he first comes to Adam and Naaman, and then he's on the Mount of Olives, and then he comes, comes. But we and don't then, know yeah. when he actually comes. Like, if we go back to the beginning, the third of the three comings, right? Um, we don't know where that one is. No, I don't think it says anywhere where that is. But we know that everyone on the earth is going to um experience it so i picture that as after well if you know in that one uh podcast we talked about like pangea (laughs) um you know and and the the masses of earth going back to one and i i think it um i don't know i mean because we have a big round earth like how does everyone get to see the second coming if not um for the fact that all the righteous are truly physically gathered at that point i don't Mm -hmm. know that's what it makes sense to me. But yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Well, it's exciting. And it's exciting to think that we're down to just, well, six episodes after today's. But that with that, too, we've kind of cycled through and talked about all of these different signs and all of these things that we can look forward. And also maybe, you know, maybe what's the opposite of look forward? <laughs> That doesn't, sound too, <laughs> that doesn't sound too awful, but just that we know what's coming, that we can be prepared for, and but that in the end, it's going to be exciting, and he's going to come, and he will see all of his people. All we just want to do is be counted and numbered as his people. So um, how about if we close, and I'll read a little bit more from um, President Benson's talk. Okay, love it says, he told the 12, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again 
And as the time of his departure drew nigh, he took them to a place outside of Bethany, and there he imparted his last instructions and blessings to the twelve. He then arose while they beheld and ascended to heaven, and two heavenly messengers appeared and spoke, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you to heaven, shall so come in a like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Um. So it's going to be pretty incredible. Yeah. I know that it seems like every generation of followers of Christ has hoped that it would happen in their lifetime, it seems. Um, and whereas I know that that we're in the seventh dispensation, or not dispensation, the seventh seal has opened, um, we still don't know if this is our lifetime or not, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh it's uh, still something to prepare for and to be looking for. I'm betting it's in our lifetime if we don't die early. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> be really cool. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And thanks, Christine, for a very uplifting and exciting episode of It's Coming with Kim and Christine. Bye-bye. Bye.